You are listening to the Big Blue Rock Pod, produced by the Kentucky Geological Survey at the University of Kentucky. This podcast is a fun, conversational approach to discussing all things geology and earth processes. We primarily focus on Kentucky. We talk emerging ideas and research, along with classic topics in earth science for all levels of interest. Let's do the show! Hello, and welcome to the Big Blue Rock Pod. I'm Matt Crawford, along with my co-host, Doug Curl and Sarah Arpin. Hi, Doug. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good. This is our first episode. This is an exciting uh, adventure for us. We've None of us have ever done this. Are you all ready to take, take this on, dive into something new? I think so, yeah. I've never done this before either, so it'll be a new... A new adventure for, Absolutely. for us and for KGS. Yeah. I think for this first episode, we don't, we don't uh, have any guests planned, but I thought it would be good to talk about our backgrounds as, as co-hosts for this podcast and our motivation for, for doing this podcast, um, talk about why we want to do this and why we think this is important for communicating science and connecting science to society and, and those kinds of things. So... Each of us will kind of go through our, our reasons for doing this and our motivation. And I'll, I'll begin just to review the Big Blue Rock Pod is, is supposed to be a fun conversational approach to discussing all things geology, primarily focused on Kentucky. We will have guests and topics, I think, that reach outside the state border. We'll try our best to, to you know, make it relatable to Kentucky. I think that's going to be our focus. We are at the Kentucky Geological Survey, which is a research center here at UK. The mission of the KGS is to be a state-supported research center and public resource within the university. Uh, It's to support sustainable prosperity of the Commonwealth, the vitality of its flagship university, the welfare of its people. We do this by conducting research and providing unbiased information about geologic resources, environmental issues, and natural hazards affecting Kentucky. So we're going to try to stay in that lane with all of our topics and, and guests and kind of try to fulfill that vision. I'll start with my motivation for doing this. I've, I've been thinking about doing a geology podcast for a long time, but I suppose to go way back when I first got into geology, you know, broadly, I've, I've got a passion for geology and I'm just generally fascinated with earth processes of all scales and types. And I remember taking historical geology when I was a sophomore in college. And it was, that was the first time that I heard the analogy that sedimentary rocks were like pages in a history book. And that each page tells a story. And for some reason, that just totally clicked with my brain and stuck with me. And I realized that, okay, we can really look at things and determine how Earth's processes work, how things come to be. From then on, I was sort of sold and trying to pursue learning more about geology. And you go on to look at concepts and learn concepts like tectonics and petrology and hydrogeology, geomorphology, geologic hazards, and all of these things that really influence our everyday lives. I mean, geology has tentacles that reach out to so many other scientific disciplines, and that's what's interesting about it. So as I've gone on to work at a state geological survey for a while now, I really like communicating science. I like connecting science to society. 
I love my research and that, that can get technical and detailed. I'm a landside hazards geologist, by the way. So I like my research, but it's the times and the moments when you connect that research and sometimes technical stuff to a broader audience and it reaches a real world application or problem. And that connection to me is what brings a lot of people together and makes this uh, very fruitful. So I'm excited to try and bring scientific knowledge and scientific ways of thinking to this fun conversational approach that's going to be a podcast. There's so much fun, exciting information out there in the world of geology and earth science right now. And I think we're all here excited to talk about that. So another thing I wanted to say that I think is pertinent, pertinent in this first episode is there are a lot of podcasts out there and I wanted to say something about podcast popularity. One podcast I really like is called Third Pod from the Sun. It's a podcast from the American Geophysical Union that's really well done and communicating science, but there's things like Hidden Brain, which is NPR's podcast that I think a lot of people listen to. Uh, there's a podcast called Science Rules, which is Bill Nye's podcast, gets tons of listeners. There's a science podcast called uh, Science Versus that I think is very good. And, and it's funny, when I was looking at those doing research for hours, a lot of those podcasts have Neil deGrasse Tyson as the guest. So I guess that's the bar and uh, maybe, we can, maybe we can get there. But I did do some more research this morning actually and found out some statistics that I think are interesting going into this. This is from a website called podcastinsights.com, but it had Nielsen, Nielsen compiled stats. As of late 2019, there are over 800,000 identified podcasts. Apple Podcasts claims to have more than 500,000 identified podcasts. 51% of the United States population have listened to a podcast before in their life. That's up from 44% in 2018. 30% of the U.S. population listens to a podcast monthly, 22% weekly. 49% of those listen, the listening is done at home. 22% uh, of the listening is done in the car. The five most popular genres of podcasts are society and culture, business, comedy, news and politics, and health. I didn't see science on the list. Then I found this paper published in 2019 by the Royal Society in open science, it identified 952 science podcasts. It concluded that science podcasts grew linearly from 2004 to 2010, but it grew exponentially between 2010 and 2018. So that was good news. You know, perhaps more people getting into science podcasting. Of the 952 science podcasts identified, only 21 about 2.5% were earth science related podcasts compared to 18% for physics and 13% for biology. And there were lots of other categories. Only 21 podcasts? 21 identified podcasts related to earth science. So we have a niche. I, I, we, exa <laughs> exactly. I say that to you know explore our niche. We have this opportunity, I think, to bring something to the table. So that's my, that's my motivation. What do you think, Sarah? Sure. So um, I'm just really excited to share 
geology and bring geology out to more people um, using this platform, I think it's going to be really fun. Um, and hopefully people find it fun, want to listen to it and learn a little something along the way. So for me, um, I got into geology in a really roundabout way. I actually went to school for political science and had studied environmental policy and was planning to go to law school and practice environmental law. And at the end of my undergrad, I decided that for various reasons, that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I was pretty lost. And uh, that summer, I was looking for something to do with uh, no job and no idea where to go and found um, these volunteer vacations that are offered by the American Hiking Society. And they do them at various parks all over the country. And the time that worked for me just happened to be at Mammoth Cave National Park here in Kentucky. And so I went and I did this week-long volunteer vacation where we did backcountry trail building. And um, in the evenings, to sort of reward the volunteers, the park rangers would take us into the cave. And we get to go exploring into Mammoth Cave, which is the world's longest cave at about 415 miles. And so that just blew my mind to, to think that there's that much under the surface that we don't even know about it just floored me. And I loved it so much that at the end of the week, I basically just asked if they needed a volunteer uh, and if I could stay on longer. And luckily the volunteer coordinator uh, was excited and allowed me to do that. So I ended up living and volunteering at Mammoth Cave for a year after that, and then went on to various other park service positions. I really focused on getting to cave parks. And so I also worked for a year at Carlsbad Caverns in New Mexico and I did wildland firefighting and tour guiding mostly. But I decided that I wanted to... Did you say firefighting? Wildland firefighting, oh. that's right. <laughs> it not was many a, firefighters out there. It was a lot of fun. So I wanted to continue to work in sort of that natural resource management field. Um, and I wanted to continue to work with caves, but I didn't want to necessarily continue to give tours. And so I decided to go back to grad school for studying cave and karst science. And karst is just a landscape that's dominated by cave development. And so I went back to school and studied caves. And that's sort of the roundabout way that I ended up in love with geology. I can echo, Matt, what you said about sort of that interrelation with other sciences um, ecology, biology, biological processes, and geological processes are all very interrelated and shape the landscape we live in. And so I think my main motivation for this as well is to allow people to understand a little bit about more about their environments and the landscape that they live in, because I think if you understand that, then once you're out in that environment and out in that landscape, it's that much cooler to people. So I want to bring that excitement that I have to everybody else. I think that's awesome. And I'll say one more thing before you start, Doug. I think if you talk to most geologists, they do have that common link of something in nature triggering their passion. So for you, it's walking into a cave and uh, realizing there's this whole thing going on underground. Maybe it's camping with your family when you were little and you were by the stream and just watch the stream erode the surface or wondering why a hill was here. And so it's those things that bring us to the table, I think, but this will allow us to even 
expand on those passions even more and bring it to uh, others. Yeah, um, I echo many of the same reasons I got into geology, but you know, the, a lot of the work that I do at the survey here is, is delivering information to the public you know, through our, our website. We have, a, we have a good website, kgs.uky.edu, just to plug it a little bit. But we, we have a lot of data, a lot of information on that website, and I'm always interested in getting people more engaged you know, with the geology of Kentucky in one way is, is through that website. But it can be a little overwhelming because some of it is very you know, scientific and there's, there's a lot of information there that, to absorb. But um, so one of my motivations for doing this is, is the same as, as Matt, you know, as you guys, is finding a new avenue for getting our information out for, for exciting people about, getting people excited about geology. And if there's only 21 earth science podcasts out there, then we definitely need more of those, right? So, cause there's, how many podcasts were there? There's 800,000. 800,000 podcasts and there's 21 earth science <laughs> ones. <laughs> wow. That's astounding. Uh, but I kind of I got into geology kind of similar. I, you know, one of the things I've I've kind of noticed through my career in that and just my journey is kids, unless they're exposed to geology through, you know, they might have a teacher who's really into it. It's really, you know, kids don't get a lot of earth science in grade school. Um, I know I didn't. I moved around a lot when I was a kid, so maybe I missed something somewhere. <laughs> but you know, the exposure to earth science is really, you know, through museums and parents and and maybe you might have the chance of having a teacher who's really interested. It's not one of the prescribed courses necessarily all the time, like biology or chemistry. And so I think people come to college and they're not necessarily going to be a geology major, except in, you know, pretty specific circumstances. And and so I went to when I went to college, I went to a small college and I thought I was going to be an English major and history major. I don't know. <laughs> and then my freshman year, I was signing up to take my the non lab science and I was going to take astronomy because that was that was one of the popular courses and the astronomy course was full. So I decided to sign up for this marine geology course that, you know, sure, whatever, marine geology. <laughs> And I took it and there was just all, this flood of information that was totally new to me that I never knew about, you know, about the ocean, how the oceans formed, how continents form, tectonics, how earthquakes and volcanoes are related, all the, you know, all this things about rocks that and the earth that I never heard about before. And then we went, we went on a field trip to the beach and I was kind of sold because, you know, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> history and English, they don't go to the beach on field trips. So, and really a field experience was, was a big part of my motivation because where I went to college, we had a lot of field trips and that sort of thing. And I think for me, I, you know, I'd always been into camping and maps and, and that sort of thing, but I never connected that with, oh, you could study this stuff. And, and that was the connection, that, that class, and then all the rest of them, you know, the rest of it just was very natural to me and that was my kind of journey and you know I went to grad school and and did mapping 
geologic mapping where you go around and, and look at rocks and put them on a map. And then I ended up at the Kentucky Geological Survey doing similar work and, and now mostly involved with getting that, inform- that type of information on the, on the web. And I think this is a great, hopefully this is another avenue that we can use to, to get people interested in geology and Kentucky geology, which is incredibly interesting. I mean, Karst and people are familiar with the mountains. There's, there's a lot of interesting geology all across the state. Yeah, that's, that's well said. I, I remember telling my parents that I was majoring in geology and they were super skeptical. Yeah, my mom said, oh, you're going to end up in a mountain um, cabin somewhere. And I thought, that doesn't sound so bad, actually. <laughs> I, I, th- I think they thought, right, they, they thought that that means you're just going to study rocks or you're going to get into oil and gas. Right. That was their limit of, yeah. uh, of knowledge. And, and now they realize that that's not the case. And Geology reaches so many other disciplines and is so critical for what we know about where we live. Yeah, that's the, the career finding is, is, I remember kind of the similar thing with my parents, you know, what are you going to do with that? But it turns out there's a lot of careers in geology and it's one of the better fields to get into right now. There's, there's a lot of opportunity, not just with, you know, there is oil and gas and extraction and and things like that, but environmental science is growing. Um, there's a lot of opportunities out there for employment. And it's one of the, I think, I don't have the statistics in front of me or anything, but I think it is one of the better fields to go into and as far as career potential and, and that sort of thing. That could be an episode. That could be an episode, right? Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, a lot of the tools that we use as geoscientists, like we were talking about mapping. And so we use GIS, which is software where we can do this digital mapping of geology or features such as springs, uh, looking at the locations of oil and gas wells, water wells, all that data that you're talking about that's available on our website, just using that tool to, to put that data together in a map and visualize it graphically like that, you know, that's a tool that applies far beyond geology specific careers. Researchers across the board are using it. Um, We talked about mapping the coronavirus, for example, also politics, and you can do analysis for social sciences as well. So I think that the tools that come with the trade are are really important tools as well, Uh, very powerful. Agree. And you mentioned Kentucky geology, and, and that's going to be our focus. And, and Kentucky geology is fascinating. It's karst, paleontology that's super interesting, energy resources, natural hazards, surface processes, hydro issues. So we're going to cover all that, hoping the listeners will, will get excited about Kentucky geology and, and wherever else that takes us. I think one thing that Doug mentioned as he was giving a little of his background was about how kids um, experience these things and how they learn about them in school. And so maybe one of the things that would be good to sort of chat about is who this podcast is aimed at. What is our audience? Um, Because I think it's very broad and I think that's an important point to make. For sure. I envision this podcast being for all levels of interest, all types of listeners, ranges of demographics. We'll cover the basics, and there may be some episodes that get into some technical aspects of certain subjects, but 
really this is supposed to be fun, supposed to be informative. Some of the ideas we have and topics and guests really will lend itself to reaching out to a broad audience. And that's, I think we all agree, maybe that's what we want. I envision a podcast where adults obviously be interested, but also, you know, somebody who's 11, who's into earth science could get something out of it. My son, who's eight, loves this one science podcast, or it's kind of sciencey, I guess. It's it's a kid podcast. Wow in the World. Have you heard oh, yeah. Wow in the yeah. World? Awesome. Yeah, it's a great podcast, but anyway. <laughs> well, I'll just quickly list uh, list some ideas we've, we've come up with for episodes, and I don't we don't have an order yet, but uh, we can certainly talk about earthquakes. That, that We've had an idea for that being an episode. Yeah, and that's been, you know, in the news. Absolutely. Lately, I mean. It would be bad if we didn't have an episode on Mammoth Cave. It would it's, be bad, especially it's, with it's, an expert. Uh, we have an expert co-hosting. It's, it's a national park. It's the longest cave in the world. But other things like that are specific to Kentucky. Talk about Red River Gorge. Let's talk about the Kentucky River. Let's talk about Cumberland Gap. Yeah, why are the mountains where they are? Why is the bluegrass where it is? Yeah, people are usually intrigued and surprised that we have crypto-explosive structures in Kentucky, so we can devote an episode to that. What's a crypto-explosive? A crypto-explosive structure. Um, structures that are interpreted to be meteorite impacts. So we can, we can get into maybe. that. Maybe, maybe, ooh, they have, people have to tune in. Uh, glaciers, geologic time, it, the, the list goes on and on, and so I think we got this laid out nicely to have a good format to, to connect with people. Do you want to say something about having this available, Doug? It'll be embedded on our website, kgs.uky.edu. We'll have a page dedicated to it, and then we'll also uh, make it available through Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Great. I'm excited. This yeah, should be a too. fun project. Yeah, yeah. I drug you all into this, so I, I thank you for being here and yeah. uh, I think it's gonna be fun. It'll be fun, I'm, I'm excited, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Matt. Thanks. This podcast was produced by the Kentucky Geological Survey at the University of Kentucky. Special thanks to Ben Corwin and Alicia Gregory at UK's Office of Research Communications for technical support. If you have any ideas for the show, email mcrawford at uky.edu. Thanks for listening. <laughs>